Coming up on today's episode of RSVP. Sort of start circling us and we're kind of like, what's going on here? And then the guy says, can I see your passports? And we're like, oh my God. Someone, of course, took it too far and they opened the adult box and had an absolutely ginormous bill of 250 euros. We're the, we're the penniless chumps just running an event here. It's time for a little RSVP, the show full of rants and stories, visions and pains and so much more with special guests and fun galore. Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams, confessions and everything in between. So sit back, relax, pour a wine or whiskey, get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP. Welcome back to RSVP, the podcast for event planners looking for inspiration, ideas and industry laughs. Today's guest is Jamie Muir, content and events manager at Autotrader. Welcome, Jamie. Very, very much looking forward to having you today. So as listeners probably know, RSVP is an acronym and we're going to start off first of all with rants. Now, Jamie, you said you've got numerous rants, so I can't wait to hear those. Yeah, no, I can I can get into whatever we want here. We're not supposed to get political, right? So just keep it to events. We're all safe with yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah, Okay, good, keep good, it, good. Keep good. PG. <laughs> <laughs> um, one for me, and I think this is like exposing my neuroses here, but um, carpets. Carpets? Carpets. Okay, I have no idea where this is going. Is this anything to do with the Parisian bed bug? Similar? It is. It is not. Although we could get into that. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I just I've been into so many venues. I'm immediately turned off by carpets. There seems to be a really high prevalence of sort of brown, multicolored carpets. And again, I get it. You know, the stains don't really appear that much. But there's so many venues I've walked into that immediately for some reason. I'm not looking up and just like I just I just hate the carpet. Um, you know, obviously in my professional life, but also uh, got married a few years ago and on the sort of venue hunt, uh, you know, there was one venue that my uh, now wife was, oh, I adore this, it's amazing. I just, I could not get over the carpet. It was multicoloured brown. I was just like, no, can't so do it. you said no to your lovely wife-to-be because of a carpet. Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow, okay. I did. It was a very strong debate in the car. She was like, oh, it's oak beams, you know, it's perfect. So I'm looking for it in the barn. It's, like, it's It's got brown carpets. <laughs> it's, it's not working for me. I do understand what you mean, Jamie, because I am constantly going into stunning ballrooms when I do tours of hotels, etc. And they're always beautiful. Like I went into one recently, like full of gold, marble, etc. Absolutely stunning. But then it had this disgusting, like slightly yellowish, off yellow carpet. Exactly, yeah. And I just thought, wouldn't it just be so much nicer if you just had no carpet and had like a lovely marble floor or stone or anything, just not grotty office style carpet and I get it like especially with the brown carpet like I don't love it but I suppose they're thinking you know what lots of people come through here there's a lot of foot traffic let's make sure that any mystery stains are hidden yeah I feel like we're exposing a niche for carpet manufacturers you know produce a good looking carpet that doesn't show wear and if anyone gets one of those let me know because I'll be there Moving on. So our first story, Jamie, is your favourite destination. What All is right. it? So I think um, it probably in terms of sort of event destination, it has to be Vegas. So in a previous role, we used to do um, events in the States. And we was lucky enough every January we'd do a, uh, an event uh, sort of at CES. We kind of just latched onto it and did an event beforehand. 
uh, which kind of got us in trouble with the guys who organised CES, but, you know, we still ran it. Um, but it was just the the level of attention you kind of got, and you were made to feel quite special. It was like, for me, I was, you know, eight years younger. God, that's depressing. Um, at the time, and it was kind of, you arrive at the airport, and then when you see your name emblazoned on, you know, someone holding it up in the limos this way, and you're like, I'm sorry, this is for me? You know, I don't think there's many Jamie meals on this plane. And just sort of the level of sort of care that was given to you, you felt quite special there. And obviously there's a side, but you know, it's Vegas. It's just great. And especially when you go there on company expenses, you can't really top that. The funniest one we did have there, though. Um, so we were doing an event at the Rio, which I think is at Caesars. They gave us these cards. And during CES, obviously, there's a quarter of a million people there. It's, you know, it's insane how many people there. And obviously, we were also there to actually go to the event itself. Um, so they gave us these cards, which we were told gets you to the front of the taxi rank, which is a godsend there. So that's what we used it for, for the entire thing. And then it was the final day... And myself and a couple of colleagues were like, oh, should we pay, um, just play a bit of back blackjack before we get on the plane? Um, and they said, oh, do you have loyalty cards? And we're just like, this? And they kind of looked at us like, okay, yeah. And just to emphasize, we're playing dollar blackjack. So then all of a sudden, sort of the casino heavies sort of start circling us. And we're kind of like, what's going on here? And then the guy says, can I see your passports? And we're like, oh, my God, what oh, have no. we done here? Scary. <laughs> yeah, you know, sort of yeah, starting to sweat, looking kind of guilty. Um, and then they they said, okay, that's all fine. It's like, sorry, can we ask what's going on here? It's like, well do you know what these cards are? And we're just like, they're the taxi cards. It's like, no, these are the high roller cards. We give these to the people who are spending tens of thousands of dollars a day. And, no. you're, pl- and you're playing dollar blackjack terribly. <laughs> <laughs> so little to us, you know, we've been walking around with these cards and people were thinking, oh, these guys are high rollers. And it's like, no, we're, we're, the, we're the penniless chumps just running an event here that we've just managed to get these somehow. So yeah. I love that. Penniless chumps. Yeah. Can we please bring back the word chump? It's yeah, so great. So underrated. It's so <laughs> underrated. That's what I'm going to refer to myself from now on. <laughs> and next we have your favourite hotel, Jamie. Tell okay. us more. Yes, yeah, so I think um, actually my favourite hotel is quite a recent one we went to. We went to a hotel in Krakow, just me and my partner. Um, hotel Balfazar, just in the old town. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stunning everything from just the way the rooms were done to the actual service the lovely sort of the little touches that really made it um so every day uh, the cleaner was putting out um just kind of a, a long letter giving you some of the like folklore and polish history and it was just things like that just something i'd never really had before it's just like this is really really nice and they knew you by name every time you walked in didn't matter if you'd never seen the person before somehow they just knew it was um yeah i think that's been told we've been lucky to go to some nice hotels but that was the one that Took us by surprise just how good it was. Um, so yeah, highly recommend. I mean, Krakow itself is a, is a wonderful city, but yeah, that hotel also sort of made that trip. I've heard really good things about Poland. I have yet to go, but yeah, Krakow sounds amazing. Yeah, it's Warsaw, so nice. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Jamie. It is those small details that you appreciate so much more than I think the grand gestures and the luxury. Yeah, I, th- so th- much I think more. it's the stuff that you kind of take away as well because you can go to lovely sort of hotels and it might be a lovely room and everything, and that's fantastic, but. You don't remember that, like you know, like I just said, I remember those little touches that I've never seen at another hotel that were just sort of nice and memorable. Absolutely, and um, so the thing that springs to mind, which is a bit of a random one, is I stayed at a hotel recently, and I was opening all the drawers as you do, and there were tons of like strange things that you could buy, like a, a cap and a, like a mini racing car, etc. But one of the things was an adult box. And I was like, oh, I really want to know what's in here. So I was like picking it up and shaking it and trying to guess. And this became like a hot topic at dinner, like what's in the adult box? And someone, of course, took it too far and they opened the adult box. 
and had an absolutely ginormous bill of 250 euros when they checked out. Like a, but what was in the box? That's, that's well, stuff. it wasn't even that exciting. Ah. It was like condoms, lube, and a blindfold. <laughs> 250 pounds? 250 euros. So, yeah, close enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can get much, much more wild nights for 250 euros. I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, I have to take your word for that, one, Jamie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Holly Rubenstein, the host of the Travel Diaries podcast. I am the keynote speaker at this year's CNIT Incentives Retreat, taking place from the 11th to the 12th of December at Chewton Glen Hotel. There's still time to register for your free delegate pass through the link on this podcast page to come and hear me speak about the evolving landscape of luxury and leisure travel and how this can be applied to incentives. See you there. And next we have Faith Food Experience. All right, Faith Food. Um, I'm going to stick sort of professionally with this one in terms of um, events. So I'm going to go with an event that we, we're currently running. So um, a bit of context, Autotrader, um, our customers are car dealers and to some extent car manufacturers as well. But um, car dealers are a really big group for us. So every year we won what we call the Autotrader Retail Awards, which is a celebration of those car retailers who are doing the very best, you know, the very best of the best, a very small elite group who are just topping the charts in terms of performance overall. So um, we've actually got that event next week, but we hold it at 8 Northumberland Avenue um, and have done for the last three years, I believe. But what really stands out there is the the food that comes with it is absolutely amazing. And obviously they're cooking for quite a significant number of people. So, you know, I'm sure we've all sort of experienced it, you know, when you get to that level of catering. Yes, you can have good, but it's never sort of, you know, exceptional, memorable. These guys, I believe it's Alchemy who do it, they're, the food is just incredible. Like we, we did menu tasting a couple of weeks ago, and every year it's somehow it's better. It just surprises you. Um, I can't quite remember what we've got this year, but there was a beef dish that they'd done. Um, but I've never tasted beef like it. It's absolutely incredible. So, yeah, I'd say in terms of like event food, that's by far the best. And it's the reason we keep going back to them, because every year we get the feedback saying that's the best food I've had at any sort of award ceremony ever. Um, and they really try to switch things up. It's always something different. It's not sort of you meat and two veg. It's always done in a really sort of different, unexpected way. Um, and obviously we get to do the menu tasting, which is just one of the highlights of my year. You know. That sounds so good. And I mean, it is. it really is like food is the thing that people will have the strongest feelings yeah. on. And if the food's bad, it just ruins the whole day, doesn't it? Or the exactly. whole event. And, and to be able to do this event and not worry about that is great. I mean, I'd love to think that, you know, our people love the production or the recognition, but I'm kind of like, no, they're coming down for some free they're food. And some exceptional wine. But, you know, that's absolutely fine. If they're happy, then I'm happy. <laughs> absolutely. And uh, thinking of, like, the worst food experience, I was once served sandwiches in packets at an event. And I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't understand. It was like literally going into your local Greg's, which obviously fine in any other scenario. But at an event, I was like, this is not the one. Yeah. I mean, I don't think my brother will ever listen to it, but it's his wedding. He just sort of did sandwiches <sighs> as the main food and, and they were horrendous. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure he'll never listen to it, so I can say that. But yeah, that, that would probably be the worst I've ever had. It, was, it sort of came out and you're just like, okay. Let's uh, see if this improves and yeah. I mean, Jamie, I was going to apologise to you for dissing your brother's wedding food, but then you just took it a step further. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Roasted by your best man. (laughs) 
And next we have V for Vision, which is your absolute dream event without any boundaries or restrictions. All right, so yeah, I went out of the boundaries of reality with sort of thinking about this. I mean, initially I was kind of like, I just, every, anything cars. I mean, lucky I work at Autotrade, I love cars, but that felt like a cop-out. So um, I, was, I was looking at some sort of historical exhibition um, where we would have somehow the power of reincarnation, where we could bring back historical figures and have them almost in ex- exhibitions in different epochs of time. So if you want to go chat to Julius Caesar, he's over there. You know, there's a lot of questions you can ask these historical figures. So I thought that could be a lot of fun. Obviously, I think it's a bit out of reality, but, you know, I could see a revenue stream from that as well. And in terms of sort of like, you know, food you might serve or Ooh. where it takes place, etc. I haven't thought about where it would take place. I just had it in a big exhibition hall, to be honest. I wasn't that imaginative with it. But I think food-wise... Mount Olympus. That could be cool, but I think, you know, logistically, it's going to be a challenge there. But, you know, we're outside the bounds of reality. We're outside so. the bounds of reality. Yeah, you can yeah, teleport yeah. your guests there. We could teleport there. And I think you go from food from the different sort of eras. You know, Rome would be particularly ancient. Rome would be great. I mean, there's certain areas you probably, you know, from medieval times, probably not so much. But I think. But they be... drank beer for breakfast, so I don't see why not. They did. Well, it was usually mead, wasn't it? I don't know if that's quite mead, a Mead, beer. Does anyone really drink wine. mead anymore? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are some strange beardy men with like drinking horns who drink mead still. Yeah, that's, it's going to be one of those fun. It's going it's to come back very soon in London, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <I think> yeah. Shoreditch <laughs> bringing back mead. Bring back the mead. That's what we say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, that's what I go for. I think it'd be sort of you know interesting. Find out all the questions you've ever wanted to ask historical people. Find out what really happened. Answer those conspiracy theories. You know, just get it all done in one. So seeing as you've got a heavy Roman theme, will there be a vomitorium? Is it going to be all you can eat and then all you can oh, expel? Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's just go, you know, let's, let's bring back orgies. Why not? You know, this is the realm of imagination. But, <laughs> oh, you know, my that's, God. That's ancient, that's ancient Rome covered. Then we've got the medieval phase. It's a bit, you know, dark ages might be a bit bleak. But, you know, at least you can look then and think, oh, you know, it's not so bad now. We managed to get almost to the end without a parental guidance warning, and then you just had to drop orgies. And you Jamie. did bring the ad. You, you did, ruined I it. I think it, you, you queued me up with the adult box earlier <laughs> on. I think I enabled you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we have P for pain. So I'm going to read a confession now, Jamie, and feel free to interject at any moment. Looking forward to this. I think you might like this one because it's quite on topic and I've been saving it for you especially. Okay. Dear Charlotte, as you know, events and incentives are meticulously planned down to the tiniest detail, but sometimes things can still go wrong. I was recently on an incentive trip with a top-tier client who the business had just won, so I was determined to impress. I'd created an absolutely smashing itinerary that would make anyone who saw the Insta stories weep with envy. I was feeling particularly pleased with myself as I'd secured a really bougie transfer from the airport to the hotel in a fleet of luxury high-end cars. You're living just, my dream right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're just like, oh, yes, lovely. Yeah, so <laughs> far it's sounding brilliant. I feel like there's a buck coming at some point. Oh, but... there's always a buck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first clue that things weren't going to go as planned was as we descended on the plane. It appears that the monsoon season had decided to grace us with its presence much earlier than expected. That's a nightmare, isn't it? My visions of happy delegates sipping cocktails in the pool... <laughs> evaporated quicker than the steam on the airport windows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the feeling this person is quite 
quite sarcastic, bit of a smart ass. Yeah. Sorry if you're listening. I mean, so I'm, I'm sort of there. They've pictured it very well. I'm on the journey right now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very vivid. Yeah. It's very visceral. <laughs> it's about to get more visceral. <laughs> <laughs> As we exited the airport, stepped into the awaiting transfers and sped off, the convoy came to an abrupt stop. After some investigation, there seemed to be a hold-up with one of the cars. Pulling the driver aside, the translator reported back that, rather embarrassingly, the driver had forgotten to put petrol in his car. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you had one job. Yeah. One job. Seriously. <laughs> and he was now also somehow stuck in a gigantic pool of mud. Oh my goodness! It's not it's getting not really well, a it? lot you can really do about that, really. No, well, well, wait, wait for it because this this person is resourceful. Okay. I've got to say, there really was no other option at this point than to roll up my sleeves and get stuck in. I got behind the car and started to push harder, harder than a person in labour. <laughs> Bloody hell! Yeah, what, what I was saying about being visceral. Yeah, damn it, visceral than that to you. Okay, <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, I doubt that. I doubt it was harder than someone in labour. I I couldn't comment. We we have yeah. to we have to take. But that I like how it. we've kind of got we've gone from the adult box to the orgy to labour now. It feels like oh we yeah, have, it's it's yeah. like the entire journey yeah. of you know, sex, pregnancy, birth. Yeah, it's there almost we like we planned this. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely a parental guidance <laughs> warning on this now. <laughs> Suddenly, the car moved. I lost my balance, and I face planted into the huge, sloppy, muddy mess. Horrified delegates looked on as I emerged, looking like a swamp monster on a bad day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hope they weren't wearing a white, but I bet they were. Yeah. Bet they were. <laughs> Insult to injury, really, isn't it? It really is. The good news is we managed to get petrol and get things moving eventually. The bad news, I had to turn up at the hotel, caked in mud from head to toe. Not a good look at all. But, good news... We still work with this client, but I'll forever be the planner who looked like they were impersonating a giant poo. <laughs> I mean, it is fantastically written. I, I just have mad respect for being like, I'm just going to get out and push. I'm just going to do this. I mean, that is, <laughs> I mean yeah, fair play. Just That's awesome. Just keep pushing. Yeah. Just keep pushing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to say, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Jamie. I think the writing on this is really, really good. And um, if this person wants to go through the embarrassment of making themselves known... Come and work at CNIT. You have an automatic job. Please make yourself known. <laughs> yeah, I thought we don't really have those scenarios at Auto Trader, unfortunately. But it did make me think it's quite funny. We're doing a lot of electric cars at the moment. I couldn't help but think, imagine if it was an electric car because you can't really push that. And where are you going to get the electricity? <laughs> no, no. The one time where you don't want something to be sustainable, right? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might have to cut that bit out though. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. It didn't happen. <laughs> Jamie, thank you so much yeah, for joining thank you. us It's today. been a lot of fun. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you and uh, look forward to seeing you again in the future. Yeah, look forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Bye.